0: in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, uh, major story this week was the trade of Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers from the Cleveland Browns for a rather reasonable price, and he is going to go in and compete for the starting job of the Carolina Panthers. Or will it just be handed to him? well we'll get an opinion from a guy who covers the Panthers all the time he does so for us in season he's our game day reporter for the Panthers uh here on CBS Sports Radio kevin casey jumps aboard with me here on CBS Sports Radio kevin how's your off season going great
2: jody mac great, uh, great to be with you uh and uh, talk some panther football which was uh, kind of you know kind of simmering uh and then the acquisition of baker mayfield kind of you know, uh Swirled the water, so to speak, down here. And it's uh, it's causing a lot of ripples.
1: That's a good way to describe it. Swirls the water. I like it. Um the, the talk had been ongoing uh, between the Browns and the Panthers, basically from the time that uh, Sean Watson was traded for and signed, knew the Panthers had interest, knew they were willing to talk, uh, probably couldn't agree on a contract, uh, on, on a trade, uh, what they would give up, how much Baker would be willing to give up, and how much Cleveland would pay of the contract if the Panthers were going to take it on. Why do you think it came down this week?
2: Uh, I think that a lot of things had to come into play. I think uh, Baker Mayfield had to lower his asking price. I think the Browns had to realize that they had to get him off the roster. It's addition by subtraction, no distractions coming into camp. Uh, Carolina also focused on trying to get their guy into camp. Uh, And and if you're Baker Mayfield, you have to love this uh, opportunity. You're getting a clean slate uh, with the Carolina Panthers uh, organization that's desperate for a winner. Baker Mayfield's over. He shook, he moves the needle locally and nationally. And you put him with, hopefully, a healthy Christian McCaffrey and D.J. Moore. And suddenly, with a first-round draft pick at the left tackle position, Carolina has moved upward in the NFC South, whereas I think New Orleans and Atlanta have moved backwards. Tampa Bay is still a Super Bowl and division-winning contender. The Carolina Panthers have just positioned themselves. If they get some breaks, stay clear of some injuries, could be a 10-win team and a playoff a wild card contender.
1: Mm, I like your optimism. All right, uh, it was not long ago that the Panthers and their coaching staff a teammates were talking up Sam Donald pretty good, and I guess they had to because they didn't know the Baker Mayfield deal was going to come down. It now has are we going to see a competition between these two guys? Is it a foregone conclusion that Baker's going to be their starter? Or do you think Sam Donald actually gets a chance to compete?
2: Well, if you ask former Carolina Panther and current radio analyst Jake DeLome, he says they're going into camp equal and it's going to be best man wins and it will be an actual competition. He thinks that uh, maybe Robbie Anderson kind of agrees with him. That may be Sam Darnold. Don't ask a lot of Jet fans out there. But, I mean, they think he may not have been developed properly. And he didn't get a fair opportunity. Uh, I don't know what, how anyone can define it. But if Jake DeLome, who I, I know a little bit personally, I, if Jake thinks it's a best man wins situation, then so be it. But uh, I, I know from covering football nearly uh, 30 years in the NFL that I know what I've seen. And I think when healthy and surrounded with, with a good cast, I think Baker Mayfield can move the chains, put some points on your board, and if uh, he takes care of the football a little bit and he gets some help on the defense, he can win games. He'll win more than he'll lose for Carolina.
1: Yeah, uh, Robbie Anderson just became persona non grata for me because I am one of those Jet fans who he took a side swipe at. Uh, so uh, later for Robbie. But I also watched the Panthers play enough last year. Sam Darnold, nine touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, threw for just about twenty five hundred yards in twelve games. That's not exciting anybody. So what? The Jets may or may not have developed Sam Darnold well enough. I guess the Canth- the Panthers didn't develop them worth the squat since uh, the beginning of last season either. What's Robbie Anderson's explanation for that? I I, I wouldn't know.
2: Uh whether it be you or Fireman Ed or who, or, or Joe Walter, <laughs> whoever you can think of for the, for in, in, in jet football lore, even Wahoo McDaniel, a former New York jet. Let me tell you this. Uh, I, I think for Carolina, they, they really were just trying to grasp at straws. They were trying to find anyone. They really haven't had a good quarterback since a healthy Cam Newton uh, just uh, around the, the, their, their Super Bowl run, but he sure. hasn't been healthy. He was off the roster. They had to do something. They thought uh, it, it was uh, that they, they could have gone in a different direction and, and it didn't work. They tried a, a couple of guys, they, uh, but no one has worked. Mayfield's a former number one pick. He's younger. Hopefully they've gotten some good medicals on him and where his uh, his uh, non-throwing shoulder is recovered from surgery. They like what they have. I think to for a fifth-round draft pick uh, two years from now, and Baker Mayfield giving up $3.5 million. All, all big money to me, but not to these guys. He, Cleveland's going to eat $10 million or basically pay. Get this, Jody. Kent, Cleveland is paying to play against the guy. They're paying the guy that they're playing against on week one.
1: Week at Bank of right?
2: America Stadium in Charlotte. How about that?
1: That is going to be yeah, a must game to get the season. The NFL didn't even know what they were doing, and they got that one very right. I All right. Um, one other quarterback question. I was a big Matt Corral fan. I thought he was the second best quarterback in this past year's draft uh, after uh, Pickens going in the first round. And then you got a whole bunch of quarterbacks that didn't go until the third round and thereafter. I thought there wasn't that big a difference between uh, uh, the kid from Pittsburgh and Matt Corral. All right, so he's going to get a red shirt year this year. He'll be behind both um, Mayfield and Darnold, 1 or 1A, however it shakes out. Um, Will that thwart his growth? What happens if he comes out and Darnold and uh, Mayfield are competing for the job, and they get a look at all three of them, and they say, oh, shoot, Matt Corral's the best quarterback here. Why would we put the future on hold? Does Corral get a chance to jump into this competition? I think he does, and he. a lot of people, not
2: just you, are thinking he was a, a potential steal of the draft. That uh, Matt Corral, they're very high. Scott Fitterer, the general manager, uh, assistant general manager Dan Morgan, a personal friend used to coach my son a, a privately before he played college football. This is a good front office, and they liked what they saw in Matt Corral. He is a, a guy who will take chances, has good, solid, uh, fundamental skills, and they like what they have in him. And I guess they're kind of in a no-lose situation if you're Carolina. They're not paying uh, Baker Mayfield much money. Now, sadly, they're on the hook for all of Sam Darnold's money. He could be the uh, the most expensive clipboard holder in, in, in league history. But <laughs> that may be the case. But if Matt Corral, do, do, Corral does so well in, in, in getting uh, practice reps, not getting hit in the games, and develops in the quarterback room with, with this offense that uh, – that they like, he could emerge either during the season or late in the year getting some reps, maybe even get into the number two position. And, you know, from you, you've been around football a long time. Injuries happen, and sometimes you get the, the third guy actually gets out on the field. And, and if, they, if they're confident enough to draft him and put him in this position, I don't think they'd be, uh, they wouldn't hesitate to put him on the field if that opportunity arose during the season.
1: Right, injuries do happen, and let's say they don't happen to the Panthers and Baker's healthy and Darnold's healthy and uh, the rookie quarterback, Matt Corral, does look pretty good. If another team were willing to take on a good chunk, because you know any team that's going to inquire about Sam Darnold's going to ask the, uh, the Panthers to do the same thing that they did with Baker Mayfield. Listen, you need to pay him some, but we'll pay him some as well. Do you think Sam Darnold could be traded before the season starts?
2: No, oh, the Panthers would love that. Uh, please, take my wife, please. I mean, uh, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Uh, they they would. I don't I, personally. I don't think that uh, the 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 mm-hmm. there's much left there. Uh, maybe he could uh, uh, make it make out in Canada with Winnipeg or go to get in the USFL Ooh. or something, to, 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 or, or do whatever he needs to do. But I don't think he's done much in the league so far. And he, I think another team. Let, let's say for Carolina, he looks great, quote unquote, in practice. He gets some reps in preseason. He 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 somebody out out of some type of compensation. You get you maybe can save a few million off your salary cap if you can find a sucker to take on Sam Darnold. I think Carolina would love that. I think they they're high enough on on Matt Corral to do that. And I'd also think that they're uh they if they if Mayfield comes in. Like the Mayfield we've seen previously, maybe not last year, but previously before that, they'll, they'll ride with Mayfield and Matt Corral on, on, as, as the number two guy eventually. And if they could save some money and maybe even pick up a draft pick or a swap or something uh, in, in the future, I think they would, uh, if you're Carolina, you would jump at that at, at pretty much anything.
1: Kevin Casey, our uh, CBS Sports Radio Panthers game day reporter here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, you mentioned Robbie Anderson earlier. And yes, he's a former New York Jet, former teammate with Sam Donald in New York, and then joined him down in Carolina. Earlier this offseason, he hinted at potential retirement at the age of 28, uh, but uh, he said, "No, I'm I'm still playing. I'm going to be there." He's coming in off a season where his yards went down by half from over 1,000, almost 1,100, to only 519 last year, despite being in all 17 games. Uh, is he a member in good standing of the Panthers? Taking shots at the Jets doesn't have any effect. Uh, is he going to be able to play with Baker Mayfield? Uh, what, what I know he's had a weird offseason, and I used to root for the guy, not so much anymore. Is Robbie Anderson even part of their mix this year on the outside in Carolina?
2: I think he is. He's got a, uh, they're paying him uh pretty pretty good money. And I think they're going to count on him. And a lot, you can have some heat with guys in the back, but when it comes down to when you're on the field, when when the game's live, if if Baker Mayfield or Matt Corral or Sam Darnold happens to be in at quarterback, if Robbie Anderson's open, they're going to throw him the ball. And and Robbie Anderson in the past catches those balls and he can do a lot of damage. He's getting paid well because he has produced numbers to, to justify that salary. I think all is forgiven when you're on the field, but you and that—that's provided that maybe you're winning or he's getting the ball. He's getting, uh, you know, six, seven catches a game, you know, seventy, eighty yards a game, maybe a touchdown or two. If he's getting the ball, no matter who's getting it to him, he'll be happy with that. But if they start losing, maybe he's not getting the ball. Then, then uh, maybe some some chirping is going on, and that may not just be from the Boo birds.
1: All right, give us the latest physical update on Christian McCaffrey. Um, the first three years in the league, he was absolutely one of the best backs, if not the best back in the year, best combo back, rushing and pass receiving. Three games in 2020, seven games last year. He's missed more games than he's played. So you know the big question, is Christian McCaffrey not only going to be good to go at the start of the season, What what kind of... Uh, emphasis. How much can they bank on Christian McCaffrey with the injury issues he's had the last two years?
2: Well, ba- based on his uh, lack of, of actual on game uh, playing, I-, I think he should be well rested going into this coming <laughs> season. All right, and, but the thing is, you know, being around the game, r- running backs generally don't get that second contract, or or none of them gets a third. Uh, Running back is a a tough position. You take a lot of hits. He's also one of these hybrid guys that the Carolina front office really likes. Uh, D.J. Moore, Christian McCaffrey, these are all similar physical uh, uh, type of athletes. They're interchangeable. They can play the slot. They can play the running back position. They can play wide, and they like to intersperse these guys. But McCaffrey, like you pointed out, was such an integral part of their offense. He was involved in uh, over 90% of the plays the previous two years before his first injury, he got used heavily because he was so involved in their scheme at so many different positions that he possibly could have been overworked. He sustained injuries. He just sustained a lot of wear and tear. And I think now with a possibly a better quarterback to get the ball spread around more from the the, the tight end position, the wide receiver positions, uh, may, maybe Chuba Hubbard can come in and spell him for the actual running that maybe McCaffrey can – can compete at a, at a different level, I think I, if I were at the, ta- if I was at the tables in Vegas right now, I wouldn't be banking heavily, at least on Christian McCaffrey, due to the last two injuries, because it's what have you done for me lately, and that's 10 games in two years. I'd rather ride with a committee at running back in the slot. I would definitely feature McCaffrey, but I would maybe save him from himself if we can get him the ball more at the right spots and just not overload him.
1: All right. Baker Mayfield and the quarterback competition in Carolina Kent will be getting all the attention. Is the Panthers defense good enough? You mentioned the possibility of a 10 win season. Is this defense good enough to win 10 games?
2: Uh, I I like their, I like them in the division. And if you can get to basically second place in the division, you can get into the playoffs. I'd like their, I like their defense. Brian Burns, a very good uh, perimeter defender, kind of a, an edge outside linebacker defensive end. I think they really upgraded Carolina did on the, on the defensive line with uh, Matt Ioannidis, the Golden Greek, former Redskin, a uh, Washington co- uh, commander, or whatever they are this week. You put him in with uh, Derek Brown, a, a, a top-five selection, a steal in the draft a couple of years ago. He's a, he's a shutdown uh, uh, defensive tackle, almost commands a double-team each snap. They like Shaq Thompson as a linebacker. The thing is they they really have to work on their on their corners uh, Dante Jackson is one of one of their uh, their top corners Jeremy Chin, a, a, a ridiculous athlete can play multiple positions whether it be safety or linebacker I think Carolina has the defense that'll keep them in a lot of close games in the conference I think they can win maybe four games in the division and that means winning at home and, and, and maybe even getting one over on Tampa but other than that I, they, they got it's a lot of hope and hoping for a lot of change for Carolina, uh, uh, you can only go upward. I think they're better than the Saints and and Atlanta this year. And what, if they can get over the hump with a couple of breaks, I think they can get there. And I think their defense is going to be improved. I think they're going to be tougher to run on. I like their de- I like their secondary. They're going to be hard to uh, to to defend against. But the main thing for Carolina is they got to get pass rushing, and it starts with Brian Burns.
1: The only thing that's bumming me out is, as of now, and I guess they could change it, but I doubt they will, that Cleveland uh, game week one is scheduled for a one o'clock start, which means you're going to be on with Zach Gill, but I won't get a chance to talk to you because I don't come in until the second half of Ion Football. Uh, so uh, we are very much looking forward to having you on our uh, Ion Football show this year. Kevin, thanks for hopping on with me tonight. Appreciate it.
2: Hey, anytime, Jody Mack, uh, we got two 4 o'clock games. We're going to be out there with you. And a guy, shout out my man Mike Leonard out in uh, Kingman, Arizona. Always listen, said he's really fired up. Listen to Jody Mack and Kevin the Truth Casey here on a Saturday night. And we'll be with you. We got the, all the CBS Sports Radio uh, football fans covered from the Carolina Panthers perspective all season.
1: Appreciate that. That's Kevin Casey our CBS Sports Radio, game day Panther reporter. I'll talk to him on Sunday, October 2nd. The Panthers will play in Arizona. That's a four o'clock start. And against San Francisco, also four. And then the week after, against the Rams, they go to the NFC West three straight weeks in a row. All four o'clock starts. So I'll get a chance if I if they uh, deign me to uh, give Zach Galba a hand on Ion Football again this year. Looking forward to it. Shoot, we're only a couple of months away from that now.
0: Okay, picture this.